We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Tuesday marks the NFL's annual trade deadline. And we all know Ravens GM Eric DaCosta has been aggressive this time of the year in the past. Oh, yeah. And you know who's also aggressive in his craft as well? The Athletics' Jeff Zarebeck, who did a deep dive on potential players Baltimore could be targeting. I'm Sarah Ellison with Bobby Trossett. It's Monday, October 31st, and this is your Morning Ravens Vault. So it was a rare non-Raven Sunday since the team played on Thursday Night Football. We're going to run through what the team was up to on its off weekend just ahead. Plus, we'll take a look around the league for how things shook out in Sunday's NFL game action. Yeah, we have all that more coming up. Thanks for waking up with the Morning Vault, where you get the most important Ravens news in just 15 minutes. So the NFL trade deadline is closing in with Tuesday at 4 p.m. being the cutoff for all 32 teams to pull trigger on deals. And Sarah, as you might imagine, there are reports that Ravens GM Eric DaCosta has been active on the phones. Yeah, and that's not surprising, right, Bobby? I mean, we don't need a report to tell us that DaCosta is always exploring various potential trades that could help put the roster over the top. He's made pass moves just before the deadline with guys like Yannick Ngakwe and Marcus Peters. Now, he didn't make a trade last season at this time, but EDC said there were opportunities he wanted to seize upon, but the combination of the cap lowering last year after COVID, along with the insane number of in-season signings he had to make due to all those injuries, those two things made it prohibitive to make trades. Here's DaCosta last February. One of my regrets this year is that when the salary cap went down to whatever it was, $182 million, I think, or something, that you know hurt our ability to be flexible during the season. Uh, that's not ideal in terms of building what I would call a nest egg of money that you have in season to make a move. Hypothetically, you want to make a trade. We had opportunities this year to potentially pull the trigger on some trades, but we didn't have the money to actually do it. And that now brings us to this year. The Ravens are showing signs of being a Super Bowl contender, but they do still have some thin positions that could be addressed to really put them over the top, like you mentioned. DaCosta might address the inside linebacker position. We also know the Ravens can never have enough cornerbacks, 
especially after losing Kyle Fuller and with Marcus Peters still working back to 100%. Plus, fans are always clamoring and calling for wide receivers in Baltimore. So, Sarah, with all that in mind, who are some guys you think they could target? Okay, well, yeah, like we mentioned up top, we'll turn to the Athletics' Jeff Zrebeck on that question because he's done some deep research on the topic. He wrote an article over the weekend that divided potential targets into three different categories. The first category is the guys that are available but wouldn't be much of an upgrade. Now, that list included wide receivers like the Pats' Nelson Aguilar or the Jets' Denzel Mims. And then there's the Seahawks cornerback, Sidney Jones. Yeah, none of those guys really seem to move the needle. Like a needle mover would be somebody like Panthers wide receiver DJ Moore or outside linebacker Brian Burns or somebody like the Broncos Bradley Chubb or definitely someone like Colts All-Pro corner Stefan Gilmore. Oh my gosh, any of those names, Bobby, any of them, they would be great. But Zrebeck puts those types of guys in the dream category. And hey, I agree. Don't hold your breath because a lot of those guys, they're not even on the trading block. Or some are just way too expensive for the reported $3 million. That's it. $3 million the Ravens currently have left under the cap. So instead, Zrebeck suggested four names that he says would be both the right price and the right player for the Ravens roster. Here's the four. Number one, Texans wide receiver, Brennan Cooks. Number two, another wide receiver, but this time from the Broncos and Jerry Judy. Number three, Bears running back, David Montgomery. And finally, number four, Bears middle linebacker, Roquan Smith. Yeah, partner, to be honest, I'm kind of lukewarm on all four of those scenarios. But if I had to pick one, I'd go with linebacker Roquan Smith. And here's why. The Ravens play on the inside this year has been lackluster, speaking generally. And while Patrick Queen is absolutely improving and he should be commended for doing so, pairing up with Smith would take that unit to another level. He can run sideline to sideline. He already has two interceptions to go along with two and a half sacks this year. He's off to a great start. But to be honest, I'm surprised that Zrebeck put him in the right price category because reports are indicating that the Bears want something in the range of two first round picks, two plus his rookie contract's up at the end of the season, so he's not exactly a bargain for a Baltimore team that is not typically up for sending that type of draft capital out. Yeah, right. Exactly. That is a steep, steep price. And I don't know that I would go with Jeff's suggestion of Montgomery either because I feel like the Ravens' run game has been picking up as of late. And we'll get into this later, but it sounds like Gus Edwards is going to be okay with that hamstring. So while I wouldn't hate Montgomery, I mean... The Ravens' run game is their main production on offense, but other positions need more help. So that leaves us with either Cooks or Judy at wide receiver, which, yes, there they could use some depth. I still think that when the playoffs hit, the Ravens will need a legitimate passing attack that defenses have to respect. So both Cooks and Judy could help do that. But for me, again, not so much the right price with Cooks. He's a little... Or should I say a lot too expensive for my blood with an $18 million cap hit next year. But I will say this. I actually do like the idea of Judy. The 2015 overall pick is affordable under the cap because he still has this and next season on his rookie contract. Plus, Bobby, we know he's friends already with Lamar Jackson. They were both born in Pompano Beach, Florida, and they grew up playing football in the streets together. It makes all the sense in the world, but as we know, it takes two to tango. 
And there are reports that the Broncos may not want to trade him at all. Well, partner, if there's one thing for sure, we know that EDC is going to keep working those phones ahead of Tuesday. And who knows? You watch, right? He might pull the trigger on someone who is not even on Jeff's radar, our radar, or anyone within the fan base's radar. So we will see how things shake out. But still to come here on The Vault, we'll run through what Ravens players did on their rare Sunday off this weekend. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, Bobby, I don't know about you, but over here in the Ellison household, we thoroughly enjoyed a chill Sunday with no Ravens football. Oh, same here. You know I'm not typically a big nap guy, but I'll tell you right now, that was not the case yesterday on Sunday. Maybe it was the boring like one o'clock games that put me to sleep, Sarah, but it was awesome and I'm ready to attack this week. All right, well, let's do that. So what was the team up to on a rare Sunday off? Yeah, let's begin with the guys who got out of Dodge for a few days. That's Marlon Humphrey and Kyle Hamilton who snuck in a trip to New York City. They sat courtside at Madison Square Garden for Friday night's Knicks game and even rented bikes like true city kids. These, These guys are gelling off the field. Yeah, those two are definitely becoming buddy-buddy off the field, which certainly can't hurt Baltimore secondary moving forward. Now, next up was a big group outing in only Maryland, less than an hour west of downtown Baltimore for those out of the area. But Sarah, the big men, they apparently stick together. Field of Screams, Maryland, which is one of the area's top haunted houses, played host to basically the entire Ravens offensive line and their significant others. Tyler Linderbaum, Patrick McCary, Kevin Zeitler, Daniel Falele, and Ben Powers were on hand for this Saturday night adventure, while fullback Pat Ricard and long snapper Nick Moore represented the non-linemen. So it it looked like a fun night for these guys. 
Oh, and that's nice to see Nick and his wife, Ashley, to see them enjoying their last few months before parenthood because they're expecting in early February. And other than that, wide receiver Demarcus Robinson spent Sunday checking out the monuments in Washington, D.C. And of course, after returning from his trip to the Big Apple, you know, Marlon Humphrey uh, appeared to be a little bit bored after he tweeted this, quote, what do you do on a Sunday when the Ravens aren't playing asking for a friend? So obviously the Ravens had the day off on Sunday, which meant we had a chance to get a better look at other teams around the NFL. So Sarah, what did we learn specifically about the AFC North? Yeah, well, I wish we learned more about the AFC North, but only one division team actually played because the Bengals and Browns are set to face off on Monday night football. So that left only the Steelers to play. And Bobby, they got blown out by the now 7-0 Philadelphia Eagles 25 to 13. I mean, nothing is going right for Pittsburgh. The defense hasn't been good without TJ Watt, and the offense isn't much better with starting quarterback Kenny Pickett making costly rookie mistakes. So, Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin, he was asked again if he will consider making a coaching change at the offensive coordinator position during their upcoming bye week, which Bobby, he didn't seem to like that question too much. We're two and six, guys. I'm not going to answer that question every week. Yeah, I think we both know that Ravens fans surely aren't going to feel sorry for the Steelers, Sarah, who now sit in last place in this division through eight weeks of football. But meanwhile, it will be interesting to get a first look at the Bengals without wide receiver Jamar Chase, who's expected to be down anywhere between four and six weeks with that hip injury. Yeah, since he has been on a bit of a roll, winning four of their last five, and they put up over 500 yards of offense last week against the Falcons. So we'll see if they can continue that without Chase. Baltimore, here in Baltimore, people will be rooting for a Browns victory because they currently own a 2-5 and five record, whereas the Bengals are nipping at the Ravens' heels just one game behind. Anything else stick out to you across the AFC on Sunday? All right, well, the Broncos, they finally notched a win. It came over the lowly Jaguars. And then, man, the Dolphins with Tua Tungavailoa back at the helm, they're putting up points. They beat the Detroit Lions 31-27. to They could be a problem come playoff time. And the Patriots, they beat the Jets. Raiders put up a goose egg in a loss to the Saints. Titans beat the Texans. And then the Colts, they lost to the Commanders. And before we jump, some other quick news items you need to know, beginning with this from NFL Network's Ian Rappaport regarding Ravens running back Gus Edwards. Gus Buss's hamstring setback suffered during last Thursday night's game in Tampa is believed to be a minor one, and if he misses time, it should only be a week or so. Elsewhere, how about rookie Kyle Hamilton's performance against the Bucks? In 31 coverage snaps, Baltimore safety was targeted four times, allowing just 15 yards and recording an impressive pass breakup in the red zone. Hamilton walked away as PFF's highest-graded Ravens defender as a result. In other news, just in case you missed this from last week, Ravens kicker Justin Tucker took a playful shot at Russell Wilson on Baltimore's plane ride home from Tampa, and it was seen and heard first on Marlon Humphrey's Instagram live stream. Listen to this. This guy. Let's let's talk this a little bit, Jay Tuck. I mean, what do you what do you want to know? What, what are we doing on the plane ride back home? I heard we're, I heard Lamar's leading us in high knees. No. Ravens swap, let's fly. Oh, <laughs> Unlimited. Oh, man. 
But we gotta play him. We respect him. Yes, and yes. We like him. Yes. All right. And finally, outside linebacker Justin Houston is four sacks away from hitting double digits. The 33-year-old has recorded six in five games, and should he reach 10, he'd become the first Raven to do so since Terrell Suggs in 2017. And yeah, it's been a rough few years in Baltimore when it comes to sack production. Well, thank you for listening to the Morning Ravens Vault. We created our show to keep you plugged into all things Ravens. So if you love our show please tap that follow button and share it with a friend. You can also catch us on YouTube by searching Ravens Vault Podcast. Yeah, we can also be reached by email via BaltimoreRavensVault at gmail.com. So hit us up if you have comments, questions, or if you'd be interested in advertising with us. That is all the time we've got today, but the vault will be back on Tuesday with the Ravens news you need to know.